G'day, my name is Duke. And this is Ollie. And welcome, welcome to, to Stolen Stories. You. Hey guys, welcome back to another Strolling Stories with Duke and Ollie. Today we have a guest on the show with us, James Cousins. Alright, Ollie, kick us off, let's go. Alright, James, um, where are you officially from? So I'm from um, a couple of places, I've moved around a fair bit, but I was born in a place called Chinchilla in Western Queensland, um, so pretty country, like probably yamba size, but yeah. just no waves or ocean or anything like that, so a lot less to do. Big house? No, I, I, my whole family were farmers, so, but we lived, well, we did a bit of both, so we lived on a farm when I was real young and then we moved into town, but like my grandparents and uncles and aunties are all farmers of some kind, like beef cattle or um, sheep, um, goats, all sorts of stuff. And then um, when I was like nine we, or ten, we moved over to a place called Bundaberg, if you've heard of it. Oh, Bundaberg, yeah. You know, Bundy Rum. Yeah. yeah. From there. And then I did my high school there until um, I was 22. And then I moved to South Oz for like most of my 20s. I lived in South Oz. And now I'm here in Yamba. So. Sick. So... What was your childhood like on a farm? Like, you've obviously moved around the place, so you would have had lots of different memories from all the times you moved. Mm, for sure. So what what's some memories, like, just on the farm, what would you do as a kid? Like, help out your parents or... Yeah, I guess it was a bit of, like, a tougher tougher childhood as far as, like... At the time, you don't really know. Like, you're, yeah, you're just you're in still it. a little kid. You just, didn't, you just think that's normal. But looking back, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have been working on the farm when I was as young as I was, but, um, yeah, I thought it was fun at the time though, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and I think it did like instill some hardworking qualities in me, like since I've been older, but like my uncle and auntie had a, had, um, a flower farm and I remember being like six and like picking flowers and stuff and hating it. And I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. But then with that comes like, you know, I learned to shoot guns at like six and I, I learned to ride motorbikes before I can remember, things like that. So there's some fun that comes with yeah. the freedom of living on a farm as well. Like I had cousins and we'd just go into the bush and kind of be trusted to just <laughs> hang just out, stick together. build cubby houses and shit, like just just do whatever. Pretty free range. Like there was a lot less, I guess, monitoring done. Kind of like here though. Yeah. Like here's pretty good as far as... Yeah, he mum kind of just... Says off you go and you off just you go <laughs> and I'm out for the whole day and she doesn't really message to me till it's dark so <laughs> it's pretty free range around Willowire. Yeah, fully. But I was yeah. Well, then I moved over to Bundy and that was more yeah in town for sure. Alright, so what are some best memories with your mates that you've made? Like just in between ten to thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Classic teenage years growing up. I just had this m- mate that. I guess you, you kind of just make, like, when you're that age, you kind of just mates with people that are, like, live close. That's sort of yeah. what makes you close friends. You just, like, kind of live close. And um, I had this mate one street over and then probably, like, three streets over. And just every single day was either surfing or skating. Yes. Which sick. was sick. So it was, like, you know, and, and where I live, we didn't get waves like here, man. It was, like, pretty fickle. Yeah. So if a cyclone was coming, we'd, we'd be, like, yes, like, finally, we're going to get some waves. And then we'd sort of like the bus would go over the hill when we'd be about to get off and you'd like see some white caps and you'd know that you'd be on which is Sick. the opposite here you see white caps here and you're like oh, I'm sure as shit yeah. I'm not going out <laughs> but windswell anything we were keen and then if we didn't do that we'd be at the skate park 
either Sick. skating or on our bikes and yeah I probably don't reflect on that enough hey because it was pretty fun time yeah that was so sick to be able to like even the best sessions you have the surf might be shit but like you're with all your friends fully and yeah, like fully. you're just having a full grovel and you're just out there for that <laughs> long having that much fun and then yeah i sucked back then man <laughs> i sucked so bad did you get up to a bit of mischief yeah as well? definitely my, more so my mate than me he was <laughs> very much yeah. like the rebel like, who's the rebel here? Me. Jude. Of course. <laughs> tell him to do something. And I'll do it. Yeah, that's not a great quality to have. I just want you to know that. But <laughs> it's all right. Someone's got to do something funny. Yeah, fully. I ha- so my friend was that guy. And I was just so, sort of there like, oh, like I'm, I've always been able to see consequences for some reason. And he just could not. So, yeah, we would yeah, we would do stuff like egging people's houses. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> knocking on people's doors and just silly shit like that. And oh, one other thing. Because there's heaps of cane, cane toads up around Bundaberg. Oh, here we oh, go. Yes. Yes. I've I got a this. funny story to share. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, you get like a, a cane toad. I probably shouldn't be telling kids to do this oh, stuff. Oh, should be right. <laughs> They're pests. They're pests in Australia. So. And um, you tie like a little string with a rock to their leg and then throw it on someone's roof. <laughs> and then it just hops around all night. It'll be That's like tinker, so tink, tinker, tink, tinker, tink on their roof all night. So oh, yeah. I, d- I don't know if I should try that in Woolaway, but <laughs> yeah. maybe somewhere else. One night we were out getting cane toads with mm. golf clubs and yeah. one of my other mates had a driver and he'd just seen this cane toad in full swung and Jukes Hit came out of nowhere, just got whacked in the, the jaw. With in the, the face. With the driver. <laughs> with the driver. <laughs> and he was trying to hit the cane toad and he had no idea and where Duke, I was. Jukes for the next week, he's like, with a big swollen jaw, jaw. just getting around. Did you, go, did you go to the doctor? No, I didn't even tell mum. Mum's a nurse. Holy, does yeah. she know now? Oh, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I was all right, though. It was fine. <laughs> That's funny, as I had a, a, a similar thing happen because we do that as well with the golf clubs. But yeah. the one time, this one time I wasn't there, my mate Brad um, was doing the same thing. This same house. Mm-hmm. You know, like if there's a reactive person, that's kind of the oh target. Oh, yeah, that's the target. That's yeah, the target. Yeah, sure. so this guy... <laughs> would come out just raging and he'd had enough and my mate brad had hit one on his roof with the golf club <laughs> same roof they'd been throwing the ones on with the rocks yeah. and, oh no. and he came out and just like took the golf club off him and just whipped the shit out of him with the handle of, like turned it backwards and just was just beat the shit out of him <laughs> and that was pretty next level that was like parents got involved and it was like a big deal <laughs> oh no yeah, they careful, would have taken it more seriously back fully. then, I reckon. There's some lines to be crossed. Now when now when that happens here, it's just uh, you check your mum knows, checks on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Pull, <laughs> pull away a notice page. Oh, three, we, we see that kids. all the time. We're on that as well. And how there's like the that was so funny. There was like a a knock and knock and run. Oh, who was that? And it <laughs> that's just video, and it's just Duke's face <laughs> <laughs> sneaking up to someone's door. Oh no, so funny. That's not good. <laughs> Um, who inspired you to try out for the army? Um, I don't know. That people always ask me like, what made me join the army? But there was something in me that liked conflict, that liked to fight, that liked all of those things. And you know, that's not really allowed yeah. in the normal world. So there was this this part of me that really wanted try in the army to to go to a place where it was encouraged and co- kind of like harnessed in a way. And um, it didn't turn out to be like that at all it was pretty negative experience in general but the thing that made me join i had this year five teacher that was in the army he spoke really highly of it so that kind of stuck with me early yeah and then 
you know, I just got older and, you know, I was about 18, 19, and then I was watching war movies and I was like, damn, like, this is cool. Like, I want to do this. And, um, like, I always had, always had special forces asp- aspirations, but um, things didn't pan out that way and that, that's fine. But, yeah, it's just the original question, like, who, what was the question? Uh, who, who inspired you? Who inspired me to? No one specifically, but there was definitely a lot of moments well, yeah. where... It was always something I was drawn it's to. It's kind of just Gave like you if you watch a good war movie or something. Bully like gets you feeling good. Yeah, it gets you, know you feeling I mean? good. Like it's like, holy shit, that looks pretty cool. It taps. It taps into something primal, in yeah. especially in boys and men. I think. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to like say women can't feel that way because I'm sure they can, but like just specifically, there's something that makes them want to mm, like feel that conflict. That conflict. Yeah. Like even when you're watching like. UFC and you just Fully. Get knock someone out. Fully. You just want to be like, nah. I'm, I just want to go to do UFC. Fully, now. right? Like it just connects with something primally in us, and you know, I, I think there's so many like new kids now. Like I know heaps of kids in my old school have tried out for the army now, and they're like doing all boot camps and stuff, mm. and they're all just feeding off each other and all doing it now. Oh man, it's just not what you think. Like you get. You see those war movies and you see the Defence Force ads and you think you yeah. see all these things which are oh, look jets and tanks and ninety percent of the time you're sweeping the fucking floor. Like it is not a good job. Yeah. And you are treated like shit ho- horribly the whole time. And you think, Oh, this will end when I leave basic training and then you get to the next level of training and you you're treated worse. And you think, Oh, this will be better when I get to the battalion and then you get to your unit and it's just the same if not worse you're still treated like yeah. the lowest common denominator and it it's not don't get me wrong there's like some of the best things i can look back to are in the army but it's just these like tiny little pieces yeah. like 90 percent of it i just wish i didn't do it yeah but i don't regret it because it taught me a lot of things yeah but if i could say anything would be you can learn things those things from doing something else with your life because it came yeah. with a lot of other baggage and a lot of other mental issues for sure mm. yeah. um what what do you do now what are your hobbies n- now D- uh well since leaving the army i decided i just need to get some of my 20s back i turned 30 and that's went on a bit of a trip came up here got stuck here for a month because the waves were pumping so kind of just committed my life to surfing at that point and was just like you've missed out on a lot so get some of it back and i've just been surfing and playing music um, and that's been my Sick. life for the last little while and for the forso- foreseeable future while I can maintain it. All right, sure. so <laughs> we've got some fun questions coming up. Yeah, sick. What is the best wave you've ever surfed? Hell it's yeah. a hard question. <laughs> no, it's not. i got one straight up. Oh, sick. <laughs> Sweet. that one that's always in your head. Yeah, fully. And it was... So, like I said, I grew up somewhere that was really shitty for waves. So, yeah, I, I didn't get tubed until... I was out of the army, like 27. So the whole time I've been tu- like hunting barrels, but just never quite made it out of one or, you know, I've been in heaps of closeouts and never really had consistent enough surfs to get... Sounds like me. To get, getting pro- barreled. <laughs> <laughs> to get a proper tube. And then um, I got one little one. This isn't the best one. And I was like, oh, th- that's, that what it, that's what it feels like. And yeah, then so sick. P- more closeouts didn't quite come out of them. And then this one day at this spot in South Australia where I live called Waypinger, this beach um it rarely works because there's never never sand yeah when there's when there's banks it'll last like two days and if you're on it you'll get it with not many people out so there was probably like five or six people on this spot and it was probably i've got a photo i can show you after the day not my not my tube but 
it was probably like five foot and um we were all struggling to stay it was like a real rip Rippy, yeah. yeah really ripping we were struggling to stay on the spot and i just kind of paddled a little bit further in than the guy that was at the peak yeah and this this bomb set was coming and he kind of looked at me and just said you go like he was too he yeah, got sucked too, too far, far out and i was too far in so i was like oh no so i kind of like stopped paddling and then um you know when you're kind of stuck between it's like a hell late drop yeah, like you stop paddling yeah. and it starts sucking you back and, and you then just drop and i just took this drop and i just remember <laughs> like just sort of getting to my feet and seeing the lip come towards my face and i just pulled up inside and everyone on the shoulder kind of looked at me. Yeah. They like they speaking know. to them after they thought I got flogged. Yeah. And then I just pulled in, and it was just I'd seen had this vision before, like I'd been that deep before, but it was always a closeout. Yeah. And I was way behind. I was a couple meters behind, like where the lip was, and uh, the whole time I was just hanging on. Like it was just like yeah. I was foam bouncing ball. around on the f- on the foam ball, and then chandelier, chandelier. It was probably like four. S- it was only like four seconds, but yeah. But those. Ones, Dude, it felt like a, felt like minutes. It was yeah. so long, and then every time it was sort of chandelier. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fall off, and I'd open my eyes, and I'd still be in it. And I was like, what's Sick. going on? And then it just spat me out. And, and everyone um, thought you got flogged, and you came. Yeah, in. and then I flicked off, and I was like, whoa! When they sort of looked at me, like, how the fuck did you just make, make that? that? Yeah. And at that point, I was like, all right, this is what I do with my life now. Like, Get this down. is this is I'm doing. This is what I live for. <laughs> live for yeah, now. Sick. So ever since then, I've been. Trying to get as tube as I can. Was that was that wave a right or a left? That was a right. Yeah, and sick. I'm regular, so it was on my forehand. Yeah, yeah. sick. <laughs> Don't you reckon a beachy barrel sometimes is so much different to like a point barrel? Way different. It's yeah, like way a beachy different. barrel, yeah, they're so much harder. Yeah, and down I think I was I was talking to you before, like the, the period of swell yeah, down the there period is like swell. you know, it's eighteen seconds or nineteen seconds. It's like a solid like five foot at the point here is it's yeah. it's big, but it's it's, big, it's not yeah. gonna kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like down there, five it foot just crushes you. Yeah, five foot at the point's not even that bad because mm. it's so much different. Say when you go down to Vico or WA, yeah. it's just a different energy. Yeah, it's like deep ocean to shallow. Yeah, you're just getting so much more water hitting you. And point doesn't really hold anything over six foot. Yeah, really good. So, mm. I've had a, I've had sort of an eight foot day here. It was pretty pretty scary. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can't look at pe- when people jump off the ledge when it's eight foot at the point. I just shit my pants. Oh, dude, I got another story about that. Like when it was eight foot, I went to go down the end of the point just here. Yeah. yeah. And I was with this other guy and this wave just broke over the whole point. And I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't even know where to jump off when it's this big. So I was like, I'll stuff it. I'll just paddle out. Yeah. So I paddled out what I thought was a lull and I just got sucked straight in front of life and death. And I was just copping waves on the head, thinking, like, this is how I die. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked. And I, like, shut my eyes, and I was like, please, God, like, just let there be a lull. And I came up, didn't have my board, and then there was a gap, and I just went as hard as I could. And I was like, okay, I think you learn how to jump off, because yeah. that was hectic. Nah, life and death's pretty scary. Mm. Have you been sucked there? Oh, I've never been sucked there, but one time there was this dude that, Smoking a joint in the car park <laughs> before <laughs> going out eight foot point on a freaking finless nine foot softie. Oh, You've got to see him. Yeah. He rides this green softie. Like, I was watching YouTube and he was surfing snapper on the same yeah, board. Yeah, same board. Is he good? He oh. goes all right. He's, He's like a, a bra big fella. He's a bra Oh, right. And he Hectic. We, 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 before, he was, in his, he was with his girlfriend sitting at the point smoking a big cigar. <laughs> and the next minute, he paddles out like off eight life or point. death. 
Just doing sprints. Just off there. Like off, off the Wait, I've there. seen him do it twice. He jumps off a ledge at the stupidest time. Legit comes back in from ledge, paddles out again from ledge. Mm. And he hasn't been flogged. And then also he's doing sp- dropping in on people at the point <laughs> and doing spins on his finless. And then he f- just pulls into a closeout barrel in front of life and death on eight bit set. Us bronze just sitting on the rock. Like just like. What? And he's just fine. Yeah, and yeah. he's fine. He gets yeah. back up and he paddles back on the finless. People like that are freaks, eh? I know. Like, n- he must have cut the biggest that. floggings before to be able to just, oh, just be comfortable that. with that. Like, that's. I wouldn't even paddle that point on the finless. That's <laughs> already heavy enough. And like this closeout that he pulled pulled into it wasn't just like a normal wave on the point it was like a wide one yeah and full it was on the inside one. near life or death. yeah yeah like near the, the rocks yeah. yeah psycho all right so have you have any sketchiest situations out in the water like on a slab or someone oh. you've seen get real bad hurt i've been hurt a couple times man i've had a couple really bad concussions from from surfing so this was before I had that big tube. Yeah. I was out at this spot that I shouldn't have been out at, like at, at my level. Yeah. And um, I was I just a couple waves in a row. So I went to take off on this wave that would have been as good as the one I was talking about, except I just didn't really know how to, how to take a drop yeah. like that. And my fins didn't yeah, engage. So engage, I was just on yeah. the rail, just sliding <sighs> down. And I sort of headbutted, you know, when you smack the... W- the the water real hard. Yeah, yeah. It smacked me in the head and it felt like I just got punched in the face. And then I was a bit dazed and then the very, I thought oh, I'll, s- I'll stay out. Yeah. <laughs> the very next wave, I went to go a left and it, it was a wobbly one and it kind of hit the sand as I took off and just, I went over with the lip Yeah. and it just crushed me into the sand with like sort of butt first, <laughs> like feet first, yeah. but my head whipped forward and my oh. chin sort of whipped into my, into my chest. And my ears were just ringing and I, I broke a couple of ribs and, and um, yeah, that was probably the worst concussion I'd had. And then just a couple months ago here, yeah. do you know that last big swell that we had right before it went flat for ages? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. It was like I'd been surfing that much that I was so tired, but the yeah. waves were still pumping. So I was like, I can't not go surf, out. Yeah. But I was my body was like, don't surf. And I just remember standing on the ledge about to jump off and I was like, I'm pretty tired. Like, I should probably just go home. I'm cold. Like, I'm yeah. I'm not, I don't even really want to surf. Like, I just feel like I have to. <laughs> and then I jumped off, and the first wave, I pulled into the little, like a little slab, little tube, not not huge or anything. And I was just so tired that I couldn't stay crouched enough to yeah. stay in it. So I started going up the wall, and then it just picked me up and threw me onto the ledge. So I was sitting on the ledge, like on my butt, just getting held down, and then my board just flung around and cracked me right. Like sort of just under the eye and um again like i just came up my head was just spinning Jesus. and then for probably a couple of weeks i didn't feel right from that hey it's um yeah like even if i've hit my head at the ledge before mm. and also greeny slab oh greeny's is pretty bad for that hey yeah but then also uh, i reckon it hurts more if you hit the sand harder than reef yeah like fully. i've hit the sand <laughs> and i'm like Oh, yeah, I'm safe pulling into a closeout barrel when it's shallow on the sand. But nah, that's bad, man. It actually hurts. It like hurts very bad. And also one time I was surfing Spooks and it was just a mellow day. Mm. And I hit the section and I fell back and landed on my neck on the water. Yeah, right. And I felt something crack and it just couldn't bend my neck, neck that way for a week. And I was just from a two-foot wave. Yeah, it's wild. Just hitting the water. Oh, actually, dude, the worst, the worst injury I've had from surfing, I, it's so pathetic, but the injury is pretty bad. 
I broke a bone in my back, in my spine. So yeah. you know how you got your vertebrae? Yes. And then there's those little wings off the side? Those, oh, like those little, little pointy bits? Yeah, little mm-hmm. bones. Yeah, that's called transverse process. And I snapped one of those. So I snapped one of those yeah, off. Yeah, those little bones. I got this new longboard and it was like, it was like half a foot. It was so <laughs> shit. And I was like, oh, I just want to take it out. Yeah. So I took it out on this little reef in South Oz where I live called Triggs. And um, it got real shallow on this tiny little wave. And I, I sort of saw these rocks and I kicked my new board sort of into the into the channel yeah, so it wouldn't get channel, hit yeah. and I landed straight on my back on a rock oh, and broke my back <laughs> oh my god I remember getting the x-ray report and it's like spinal fracture I was Jesus. like what the fuck <laughs> but it was fine I just healed up it's all good um tell us the story of how you how you got inspired to do music yeah sure that one's <laughs> like did you start off playing guitar when you were a kid yeah I, I probably started off singing first singing yeah yeah uh, tell us a story about the one that you told me earlier the one with geordie about the biker version oh yeah so this is like later on so i've just recorded a single that's going to be out on the 8th of august if you want to check out my instagram give me a follow all that stuff yeah um, go check him out <laughs> yeah i'll have a single coming out i don't know if i'll be his style i'm a bit country a bit folky so Sick. probably not not the f- average 15 year olds oh, well <laughs> style of music but it, but um yeah, it'll be out soon. But I was going to record with this other guy. Yeah. Um, I broke my wrist. That's another story we don't need to, need to go into. <laughs> and then um, I had to put it off. And a guy that I had on my podcast called Live From The Backyard, if you also want to check that yeah, out. Yeah, Live From The Backyard. He, um, he suggested that I record with the guy he recorded with in Sydney. His name's Ev Jones. And I thought, all right, yeah, cool. So I went there. And then I've got to go back again. So, 11 years ago when I was tiling, I used to be a tiler. Yeah. Uh, I listened to this Like A Version, which is my favourite. And it's the one by the Fundamentals and it's called Brother. It's just Matt Corby cover called Brother. And they got a singer in to yeah. sing, like just a random singer in to, to, to sing for them while they rapped. And yeah. that's my favourite Like A Version. I've been listening to that for like 11 years. I remember the first time I heard it, it was when I was hating my life tiling grouting this toilet toilet room with the radio on like on a friday morning just like oh this sucks and then a couple years later that that same song i was singing it while i was ironing in the army and i met my best mate because he came into the room was like who's singing like you're a really good singer that's how we met and it was this same song and then sort of day two of recording with this guy in sydney it turns out the guy i'm recording with is that singer from that like a version so it's just like this full circle moment of how is that even possible? I have no idea, but just a huge coincidence. And did I guess. you tell him that you've been listening to it for like Yeah, days? fully. <laughs> he just laughed. Yeah, it was really cool. Really cool moment. All right. So when you're recording music, like it's so much different on a podcast. Can mm. you tell some people about how you get it out there and how it goes to all the platforms? Yeah, sure. It's it's not just like upload it somewhere and it goes up. There's like a bit of a process. It's um it's not that exciting, but you just sort of upload it to a distributor and then they put it to the hundred different places that it goes and then it's like probably a f- it can take up to two weeks before it's on these playlists. And because Spotify has like an algorithm now, yeah, you've got to do pre-saves and you've got to promote it. And if, if it doesn't, it'll go to Spotify and no one will listen to it because you've yeah. got basically no your friends will just listen to it and no one else will. <laughs> yeah. So there's... um. 
sort of a four to six week period you need to kind of pump it up and be like can you go and pre-save this song so if you are listening yeah again jump on my instagram and just go and pre-save it for me that'd be really helpful i've got the link in my bio i'll put it in the link for this episode as well oh legend appreciate it yeah you you want you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) uh you got any questions you want to ask me and ollie now yeah i want to know how this podcast started what's the go all right so we Have you said this before on the podcast? No, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Let's go. So I reckon how we started it, well, I actually did a session with Bola, who's a girl down the road that does, oh, some, I forgot. Kinesiology? Yeah, kinesiology, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know her, yeah. And um, I did this key kinesiology session and I didn't know it would work. And it was just to like clear my weird, brain. Hey? Yeah, clear my brain and like get dulled in from my footy and that. And she said, apparently I needed to do something else. And mm. I got tested to see if I wanted to make music, make Ooh. a podcast, or make something new, something creative, and came up with make a podcast. So I'm like, oh, I'm getting a bit inspired here, so I'll just <laughs> give it a go. <laughs> and since we just thought about Strawn, we just call it Strawn yeah. Stories. Where'd that come from? Oh, the name? The mm. Strawn. Well, well, this is well, this is we've already said this, but in the first right. episode, it's in the fr- um we. We were walking up Bacco's one day and mm. someone, we were just like joking around saying, oh, let's make a brand. Yeah. Because we never thought we would actually make a brand. And then <laughs> the first word that we, that like we thought about, I was like, Strolling. what about scrolling? Because we were just scrolling up Bacco's, <laughs> Bacco's um, track. And, and it just has anything to do with what we do. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. strolling on the footy field. Yeah, yeah, so sick. Like we both play footy. Just have strolling the, the green. green. So we play golf. Love a bit of yeah, golf. Yeah, sick. I love yeah. a bit of golf. I haven't played for a while, but I love it. And then we fish, we surf. Can't just make it anything to do with fun. So we thought it would suit us. And yeah, now it's coming along sick. Got a boat that's got spray painted strolling on the side. <laughs> I, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah on Instagram so or something. <laughs> and what's the plans? So the plans are we've got hoodies and t-shirts out now on our website. And like the prizes are expensive, i got to admit, but... The reason is because we chose the best quality hoodies. Yeah, hell yeah. From our manufacturer, Rushy, who printed them in Chindra for us. And we saw the full printing process. So sick. Like, just old school. How much is a hoodie? I want, I want 110. 110 bucks. That's not bad. Not bad. It's like... We thought we'd make a... The best quality. A They're best baggy quality. and warm, comfy. Yeah. Because in winter here, it's, it does get cold. cold. Yeah, You fully. just need a hoodie that you can just wear, like... It's actually good, not, not just not just promoting your brand. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And we've also got a cool T-shirt. Just I've yeah, got, there's two it? T-shirts. This is the stroll on the green one. We and have two. This is just the normal stroll on the plain back. Plain back, yeah, cool. And then this one's for golf, so you don't have to wear a collar, but it's like a nice T-shirt to wear when you're on the golf course. Hell yeah. And how do you see, like how, do you have like a, oh, we're going to do one this often? Yeah, we do, um... Like, we're going to sell the straw on the green t-shirts. We've actually got to... Oh, I mean the podcast itself. Like, oh. how often are you going to... Oh, how often are going to upload? We yeah. Tr- we try to do it as much as we can, but it's a we're always trying to think of we're pretty new busy. people to do it with. Mm. And Juke's got... Footy Juke's and... Yeah, I'm so busy footy. with footy. And the footy season... Once the footy season's done, I'll be... We'll, we'll be getting on there. Well, now I know that you're it. doing it. And um, I've got the gear here. I'm going to push you. To yeah. just like yeah. do as many as you can, that's like that's what we need. There's no dramas. Like this is how I was doing it for a while. Is if I was off for a week, like kind of yeah. what you are right now, I would just bank up five. Like I would get people and in then and just I would upload just go them. Boom, 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 and then just spread that out over yeah. five weeks. 
we've done that before. We've got two episodes that we haven't posted. So yeah, get on that. Like so if you if you're doing it every week yeah. or every two weeks, like you, you're going to grow quicker. If you if you have a period off, you're going to lose people that were listening to start yeah. with. So. And it's actually like we've actually got a lot of listeners. We just thought yeah, we'd we'll give it a go, and now <laughs> we've almost got a thousand listeners in two months, which is pretty good for us that aren't taking it that seriously. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon if you just put start. a little bit of effort in, like yeah. a little bit more effort in, like this could be something really sick. Yeah, it just takes a bit of it ta- discipline. Definitely man. takes it's some discipline of out of our it's hard, work. eh? It's but hard. it's hard. The m- uh, what I've found is like when you first start something. It's exciting. So you yeah. want to do it as quick as possible. And you kind of, you know, you get the merch, you get all the things. And then, like, it's not <laughs> the novelty w- yeah. wears off a little and it becomes a bit hard. Like, running the Shopify and that's so oh, difficult. Yeah. And I've shipped out orders on posts and stuff. Messed it up a couple of times. <laughs> you only learn from that. so Fully, but then you, you, you kind of get to this point where you've either got to decide to keep to going keep going, or just, just slack off. Slack off. If I'm, I, I'm, I guarantee you, if you keep going with the same effort that you did at the start, yeah. like it gets more rewarding. So every, there's going to be like peaks and troughs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always with listeners, with like how good you're feeling about it, all, all of that. And just with anything in my life, including the podcast, including my music, including surfing, all of those things, I get, I get surfed out. I get sick of music. Yeah. But I'm not going to stop doing them because I know that every time that that high comes back around, it's a little bit higher. Yeah. Like in, you, you, you just have to keep going. It's kind of like with my footy and surfing. So Fully, man. It's just up, down, up, down, up, down. And I think it's really good to have like three things like that. Like you said, you've got footy, yeah. you got the podcast, and you s- you got surfing. Yeah. And I'm sure that you're more obsessed with one than the other at any one time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't mean you should stop the other two though. No. That's where I'm at. I'm like, there'll always be something I'm obsessed with, so I'll go hard at that. What like I'll go hard at my music while I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. But I'll still make sure I'm doing it every day, regardless, even if it's not with the same intensity. And then yeah. when the waves are good, I'm just surfing. Yeah. I'm still playing music. I'm still doing a podcast, but I'm not like putting all my effort okay, in. And, and then same surfing. thing. You just switch them around. Whatever's sort of, whatever you're feeling. And then you've got something for every mood then. And you're never just doing nothing. Yeah. Because it sucks doing nothing. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, I was like, got real into golf. Started just playing like every day, ma- maybe twice a day sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I broke my elbow and oh had to dude. get surgery on That'll put the brakes on, hey. Yeah, and then now I've just come back and it's, like, hard to get back into it because you've got other hobbies, but you st- I just still go and play. Fully. Yeah. But that's that's the advantage yeah. as well. Like, you know, if, if you get injured, then yeah. you do have the podcast that can fill that gap in the meantime. Yeah. Something when that's not just physical. Yeah. yeah. When I had a cast on my arm, I was filming the boys surfing. Yeah, I sick. Don't, yeah, I, I don't mind filming. I like it. I'd rather be out there, but if you've got to do yeah. something, you yeah. might as well. <laughs> Best sitting in here. When I broke my wrist, all I legit did was play Xbox and Fortnite. <laughs> Which has its place too. Like, it's it's fun, but after you do it for I a was month. In, I was in Victoria then, so that's why. <laughs> Not as fun. No. Nah. Yeah. Well, sick. Thanks so much for having me on, boys. I really yeah. appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on Strong Stories. Yeah. Nah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, hopefully we can... Have you back on for another check-in? Yeah. yeah, sick. I'll let you know how my single's going. Maybe when I'm getting an album going, I'll, yeah. Um, yeah, sick. I'll come back on. But yeah, if you are out there, please give the podcast a follow, Life on the Backyard. And um, yeah, just follow me on Instagram. Look for my music if you're interested. And I'll add James's link in the bio, so make sure you have a look at the podcast. Yeah, pre-save the song and whatnot. And help us out. Thank you for listening to Strolling Stories. You. You.